Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, terrifying images. Breaking news out of Japan. A passenger plane ignites into a massive fireball after a collision with another plane. Everyone on board able to safely evacuate while the death toll rises from that powerful New Year's Day earthquake. The search intensifying for people buried beneath the rubble. We'll have the very latest on both of those developing stories. Plus, on the rise, health officials now concerned with a post-holiday spike in respiratory illnesses from RSV to the flu to COVID. We do expect cases are going to rise. Hospitalizations are going to rise well in uh, to the end of January. What you need to know. Then taking charge. It's that time of the year to pay up. And we've got some tips and tricks to tackle those holiday bills before the payments are due. And more in 24 from J-Lo and Ben Affleck's romantic embrace to Hugh Jackman's dip in the ocean. A look at how the stars celebrated the new year. I just want to remind us that just because we got things we want to change does not mean that we can't also look back and appreciate some of the things that maybe we pulled off in the past. As we kick it off right today, Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Starting 2024 at the Today Show. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Lake City, Texas. Columbus, New Mexico. And Bismarck, North Dakota. Celebrating our 20th anniversary. From Sebring, Florida. We're on a mother-daughter trip from Oconee, Minnesota. Besties on a bucket list trip. From Reading, PA. From Montezuma Creek, Utah. Today is my dad's 50th birthday. It's Mackenzie's 13th birthday. Hi to my brothers, Colin and Finley. Washington, South Bend, Indiana. Good morning to our grandma. In Bakersfield, California. We got some nice people outside. Welcome back. We're so happy you are here with us on this Tuesday morning, January the 2nd, 2024. Happy faces. Savannah will be back tomorrow. Yes, of yes, yes. Look at Fun. that. By the way, speaking of tomorrow, a lot of folks, of course, are looking to eat healthier in the new year. So we're going to be the first to hear about the best diets for 2024 when we reveal U.S. News and World Report's new list that's tomorrow, that's exclusive. So only on today you'll get that. Look forward to that. Let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock, guys. The new year off to a tragic start in Japan where a passenger plane burst into flames at an airport collision with a Coast Guard plane this morning. It happened just one day after the country was hit by that powerful and deadly earthquake. NBC's Megan Fitzgerald joins us now with the very latest. Hey, Megan, good morning. Hoda, good morning. Though the people on board that passenger plane were able to escape, Japan's transport minister is now confirming that five people on board that Coast Guard flight have died. The pilot, the only one to escape alive. Uh, this collision happening just hours ago on the runway in Tokyo. A passenger aircraft bursting into flames after colliding uh, with that Coast Guard plane that we are now learning was in fact set to deliver aid to the areas affected by the earthquake. Meanwhile, first responders are desperately 
desperately looking for survivors this morning on Japan's western coast as the death toll from a series of earthquakes passes 45. This morning, we're now seeing the scope of the devastation. Homes and buildings flattened, private roads and streets buckled, some neighbors even returning to their homes to get a firsthand look of what's left. But guys, right now, officials say this really is a race against time as crews dig through the rubble trying to find survivors. All right, Megan Fitzgerald for us there. Megan, thank you so much. A dramatic scene this morning in South Korea where the country's main political opposition leader survived an assassination attempt. And a quick warning to our viewers, this video that you're about to see is quite graphic. Democratic Party head Lee Jae-myung was leaving a news conference when a man who pretended to want an autograph stabbed him in the neck. That attacker, said to be in his late 60s, was subdued. Lee, meanwhile, was airlifted to a hospital for emergency surgery. He lost the country's 2022 presidential election by less than one percentage point. Officials said there was no early word of a motive for that attack. Mm. There is growing concern this morning about the number of Americans coming down with respiratory illnesses. And officials say it's likely to get worse because so many people haven't had flu shots or COVID boosters. NBC's Blaine Alexander joins us with a closer look. Blaine, good morning. Well, Chanel, good morning to you. You know, health officials say this is our new normal. Of course, we're all used to seeing flu and RSV numbers rise around this time of the year. But this is the first season that we are now officially beyond the COVID pandemic. And now COVID has fully rolled into that list of normal seasonal illnesses. Now, you combine that with the fact that vaccination levels are down. And experts say we can certainly expect to see many more cases in the weeks to come. As the holiday season winds down, health officials warn respiratory illnesses are quickly ramping up. A troubling trifecta of flu, COVID and RSV, with rising cases fueled by holiday gatherings and peak travel season. According to the CDC, at least 30 states have reported high or very high levels of flu-like illnesses, with hospitalizations also on the rise. A lot of people are getting sick out here. It comes as vaccination numbers are hitting a troubling low. According to the CDC, just 18 percent of Americans have received the latest COVID booster and fewer than half of American adults have gotten their flu shot, prompting the CDC in December to issue this urgent message to doctors, encourage at-risk patients to get the shot. And experts warn, prepare for even more cases in January. We do expect cases are going to rise. Hospitalizations are going to rise well in uh, to the end of January, early February. All of it has led to some hospitals in at least four states and the District of Columbia to reinstate mask mandates, including Massachusetts, where this nurse sounded off on social media. Mandatory mask. What does that tell y'all? COVID is back. In California, UC San Diego hospitals have banned entry for children under age 12, a population where respiratory illnesses can be especially dangerous. When should parents be concerned? Two situations. One, if you have a very young child, uh, say an infant age, and and they're having uh, respiratory wheezing, you can actually hear them audibly wheezing, get them immediately seen. The second is if they wake up in the morning, and this is a child of any age, and they have a bad sore throat, they also have a fever and they're not coughing, can be correlated with strep throat. It's important to get them seen immediately. 
And one more important note for parents, you know, this is the first year that the RSV vaccine has been available. Now, that's especially important for pregnant women because they can get that shot at a certain point in their pregnancy that will help protect their child against RSV. It's something that we know can certainly be deadly in infants. Now, one other thing for adults who are battling through this cold and flu season, typically if we get a runny nose or a cough or something, we'll think, okay, it'll go away. But doctors say it's very important to actually go get tested, find out what you have, if it's COVID, if it's the flu, because you can get treated. They say oftentimes these illnesses can get serious when they don't have to. But Chanel, the bottom line is doctors say it is not too late to get vaccinated or get boosted. Back to you. Good advice. I guess collectively we have to take care of ourselves. Blaine, thank you. All right. The new year. It's off to a great (laughs) start for a lucky Powerball player. A single winning ticket sold in Michigan hit all five numbers plus the Powerball in last night's drawing. So grab a pen. Jot these numbers down. Maybe it's you. All right, here we go. The winning ticket is good for $842 million. That's the fifth largest jackpot in Powerball history. So if you did the cash payout, that's $425 million. Ticket, by the way, was sold at a food castle store in Grand Blanc, Michigan. Wow. That is just outside of Flint. This is the first time that a Powerball jackpot has ever, ever been won on New Year's wow. Day. That's a good day. That that's is how a your day. day. Can you imagine if you look at your numbers and you go, oh my. That's, that's, on January 1st. Come that's on. That's the way to start the year. Yeah. All right, coming up, move over Elvis on Popstart. The long-standing record that Taylor Swift just added to her already impressive resume. First, though, did you perhaps go a little overboard on your gift giving this season? Fear not. Christine Romans is here. She's got some timely tips for paying off all that holiday debt right after this. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back, 812 now, and this morning on today's consumer, call it the, the holiday hangover mm-hmm. after a season of gift giving and trips and tips. Uh, you might be carrying a little more debt than usual. We got some tips on how you can tackle those holiday bills. Our senior business correspondent, Christine Romans, is here. Christine, first of all, Happy New Year. Happy Good New to Year. see you. I think a lot of people are probably peeking at their bills right now yeah. saying, why did I yeah. do that? What 
is the average bill that a lot of Americans are seeing this morning? So, first of all, America, we got this. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. We can do this. We can do this. It's the beginning of the year. Look, it's about a trillion dollars in credit card debt even before wow. this holiday season. And holiday sales were up about 3%, a little more than 3%. So Americans are still spending the typical typical family spending just shy of a thousand bucks for holiday gifts this wow. year. So that's a lot of spending. People, yeah. are, spending. people are out there. People yep. are shopping. But if you do want to try and tackle this holiday debt right now, what are some of the first steps mm-hmm. that you should take? Knowledge is power. Okay. You got to know what you owe and you have to be brutal about it. You got to get in there and figure out exactly what you owe from the holiday season, how much you overspent and make, and figure out how you're going to pay for it. Don't forget um, to pay the high interest rate credit cards first uh-huh. at 20.6% for the average credit card interest rate. That's this the is, average rate, right? Yeah, 20%. This is not the time to be leaving a little balance and rolling it over. You need to pay it off. And you can't just pay the minimums because the minimums will keep you in debt for years. So really be serious about this. And don't forget the buy now, pay later loans. Some people, millions of people, have bought uh, bought their, their uh, mm-hmm. presents on buy now, pay later. So mm-hmm. they've already paid a few of these payments. So they might actually be a little bit ahead. And find the money. You know, pay the balance don't not just the minimum and you can sell or trade gift cards oh, there's a couple oh. of good sites do you know the you half know? of no. gift, did you guys get gift cards oh, okay, this yeah. is his go to that's his staple oh, so yeah. half of gift cards never get used do oh, you know makes, that that makes me hmm. feel <laughs> it's a wonderful gesture craig but somebody's got one of your gift cards and will never use it so if you are having trouble paying the bills you can go to a couple different sites there's one called raise.com and cardcash.com you can get 70 cents or 80 cents on the dollar but use those to help pay down your credit card bill i think something important that you kind of touched on here is making a plan for it because yeah. I think a lot of people want to stiff arm their bills, yep. but you really do have to game it out exactly how you're going to tackle it. That's exactly right. And this year is different. This isn't like the normal blase or benign neglect yeah. on your credit card. I mean, you've got, you've got 20% store cards are 30%. So you've got to make a plan. 44% of people are still paying off debt from 2021 at 20% interest. That is just a debt spiral. I, I don't mean to be so negative because I do think we have this under control, yeah. but just make sure you know what you're paying. This is also the best time of the year to tackle debt. It's a fresh start, yeah. New Year's resolutions and all that. And then I would say revisit again when it's your birthday and sit down and really figure out or halfway through the year or another time. But just you don't want to be carrying those balances. You make a good point as well. You maintain that you, you can also call the credit card company. Have a conversation with your lenders. Yeah. And you call them and you say, look, uh, this rate is 20 percent. Can you lower it for me? You can see I've got a good payment history. Mm-hmm. And there was a lending tree uh, study year or so ago that found that 76% of people were able to lower their credit card rate by an average of six points. So that takes 20% to 14% or 30%, you know, down into the twenties, but 20% interest on credit cards. That's because the fed was raising those interest rates. The whole point was to make it more costly to borrow money. It is costly to borrow money. Now we're paying it back. So consolidating. A lot of people think if I just pull it all together, it may be helpful. So you can find these 0% um, yeah. balance transfers. Just be super careful. Again, you have to have a plan. Yeah. A lot of people consolidate or transfer to a yeah. zero balance, and then they're in the same problem they were in the beginning. So you got to look at what you're spending, what you're making, what the cost is to service the debt, and just make a plan, and you can get through it. And is there anyone who can help you make a plan? Because I think some people don't know even yeah. how to start that. Um, the National Foundation for Credit, credit Counseling, you can go to bankrate.com and see like what your credit score is yeah. and how you can borrow money and what these you know zero balance transfer cards are. But you don't want to 
just keep moving the money around, you know, like you got to figure out what are the behaviors that are causing you to have uh, too much debt. And for some people, it's not behavior, it's inflation. I mean, they have more debt now because everything costs costs a little bit more. So, uh, you know, every year I want to get their kid the present. So that's where they have trying to get my boys. Let's all make each other something. And you cannot believe this. (laughs) I'm sure they don't want that. Nobody wants anything made by me for Christmas. (laughs) All right, Christine. Thank you. you. Nice to see you guys. All right. You too. Mr. Roker, over to you. Hey, good morning, guys. And we are looking at a fairly calm map. We've got a storm system coming into the Pacific Northwest, some showers down through the Southwest, and otherwise in the eastern third of the country looking pretty darn good. It's going to be chilly up through the plains, 20s and 30s around the Great Lakes into New England. Wow, look at Alaska. Temperatures in the single digits to well below zero, but 80s in Hawaii. Going to be gorgeous there today. Lots of sunshine, low 80s for the the big island. Uh, Minus four in Fairbanks. We're looking at flurries around the Great Lakes, some rain and mountain snow, Pacific Northwest and increasing sunshine along the East Coast. If you're heading out the door, don't forget, check us out. Today's show, Radio Sirius XM Channel 108. Best time of the year because it's the first start of the year. Good stuff to start off today. Thank you, Uncle Al, for that warm introduction. (laughs) It is Pop Start. Happy New Year's Eve. Let's keep the celebrations going. Let's look at some of how your favorite celebs rang in the new year. We'll start with your buddy, J-Lo Hoda. Mm -hmm. Make sure she's in St. Bart's with her. Husband Ben Affleck, they posted the sweet snap of them taking in the fireworks. We're going to be seeing a lot more of J-Lo in the new year because This Is Me Now is an album and a film that's coming out in February. Good to see those guys happy and hanging out. Another iconic power couple, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. They shared this throwback photo on Instagram, simply captioned 1999 and still going strong. Wow. Hugh Jackman made a splash with his little chilly celebration, deciding to take a cold plunge. I'm assuming that's the Atlantic Ocean. Al, you might be able to tell more. Uh, Considering he was just here in Rock Center. Yeah, what is that, about 42 degrees, that water? Shrinkage. Shrinkage, sir. Oh, thank you. Hello. (laughs) I didn't have to do it. (laughs) And while the season of Mariah, it's like one brain. You guys share it. It's amazing. The season of Mariah may be slowing down, but the Queen of Christmas gave us one more memorable moment for the year, sharing her 2024 resolution, writing New Year, New Beginnings, taking a picture from my bad side. Really? She has a bad side? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. For her. Maybe she does. No. I don't think so. I think so, actually. Now that I recall TRL, I think we had a lot of... Time spending lighting a certain way, oh, wow. very particular yeah. about it. I think that's okay. one of people's like, heads. You look yeah. at them. Yeah, no, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Please. And rounding out our celebrations, Matthew McConaughey shared some words of wisdom for the new year. I just want to remind us that just because we got things we want to change does not mean that we can't also look back and appreciate some of the things that maybe we pulled off in the past and past successes. And I'm not talking about standing on ceremony. Oh, look at me. Look what I did. I'm not talking about uh, becoming complacent. All right, I'm talking about giving ourselves credit for past achievements, respecting past successes maybe more than we do, and tallying up just how far we've come so far. Why? So we can look forward to where we want to go. Yes. Did you just think of these words of wisdom? Yes. I need an app. Yeah. I want that to play in my head. Every day I want a little McConaughey. Yeah, a little McConaughey. Oh. Yeah. Next up, Taylor Swift in true Swift style. The pop icon couldn't close out 2023 without making a few more headlines. While the Grammy winner rang in the new year with, of course, none other than our boyfriend Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. She was also breaking some records. Swift has now surpassed Elvis as the solo artist with the most weeks wow. at number one on the Billboard 200. Wow. She's racked up 68 weeks. That's total across the chart over the 13 albums she has out. So congrats to her. By the way, it's not number one. There's still a group that's ahead of her. Any guesses? Got to be the Beatles. 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 Yeah. 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 The Beatles. They hold the most weeks on Billboard 
it's uh, 200, 132 weeks. Yes. Wow. Okay. Cool. But uh, she's got them in her crosshairs for sure. <laughs> Next up, Snoop Dogg, the legendary rapper, is taking on a new role, and that is joining us later this summer in Paris. What? That's right. The Snoop Deal, Double G himself, live from yeah. France. Bringing in his own Snoop style to NBC and Peacock's primetime Olympic coverage throughout the games. The rapper's going to explore iconic Parisian landmarks, attend Olympic competitions, and get a chance to talk with all the athletes. It's going to be good. He's on our team. It's going to be good. I'd like to take a second to welcome our friend Snoop Dogg to the family. Can't wait to see you do your thing, my man. Paris 2024 Olympics kick off in July right here on NBC. Finally, Kelly Clarkson, the pop star, returned to her Vegas residency this weekend and became part of a classic Vegas tradition, of course, a wedding. During one of Kelly's concerts, she noticed a couple in the audience celebrating 15 years together. And in true Vegas fashion, of course, there happened to be an officiant standing by <laughs> for the occasion. And congrats <laughs> to the happy couple. Don't miss out on Kelly's final round of shows in Vegas in February. You never know what can happen awesome. at the Kelly Clarkson show. Hey. That's good. Good That's one. Good. All right, thanks. Coming up, Got guys, it. help with your health goals in 2024. We're going to check out the latest and greatest when it comes to wellness trends, including... How about some natural alternatives to those popular weight loss drugs? We'll have that and a lot more coming up. We are back. It is 8.30 Tuesday morning, the very first Tuesday of 2024. Very happy to be spending part of it with our, our Plaza crowd. How y'all doing? Good crowd. Good crowd. Happy New Year. By the way, it's a fun group. Oh, wait. Hold what, on. What? what do you need? Wait, there's a young lady named Arabella, Arabella over there who sketched this picture and gave it to me. Oh, oh wow. Arabella, she's right. Hold Where's on, let me Arabella? just say hi. Hold oh, wow. on, hold on. This is Arabella, the artiste. Hi, Arabella. Uh, How old are you? Uh, 12. Well, thank you 12. so much for that beautiful picture. And we have to say hi to Grandma. Oh, well, thank you. What's your name? I love you, Connie. Connie. Yeah. Connie wanted to get on. Aww. Connie got to get on. That All right, coming up. There's a guy charging 150 bucks to do just that. I know. It's away. Arabella, nice You got to make sure she signs Beautiful. it. Oh, she you did. Sign yeah. It for her. yeah. All right, Craig, you got a really cool story because we're kicking off a brand new series. Yeah, how do we are? It's it's all about spending a day in the life of folks who are just extraordinary and inspiring people. We're going to start with a middle school teacher who's balancing his role in the classroom with his roles as a husband and a father. That's a good one. Also ahead, Dr. Taz Batia is here with top trends in wellness for 2024, including natural alternatives to drugs that have become wildly popular for weight loss, but can be very expensive. Speaking of weight loss, our own Joe Fryer went around New York to try and find new trends Yum. in food Ooh. and drink, and we're going to be enjoying all those this year, so we'll see what Joe's got for us. Mm. Can't out. wait for that. And then later on in the third hour, it's the season of resolutions, and our start today, fitness guru Steph Monsoor is here. She's going to show us how to get our steps in without even stepping outside. All right. Hey. We like stepped that. outside a few minutes ago, stepped outside to some cold. That's right. A little on the brisk side, but, you know, it's, it, it is winter. So there we've got that going for us. Uh, as we look for today, uh, decreasing clouds in the mid-Atlantic right. states. Heavy rain down through uh, through Texas. Next storm comes in the west. And then we get into the midweek period. Light snow around the Great Lakes. Widespread snow showers through the Rockies. Wet weather in the Pacific Northwest. Toward the end of the week, we're watching a storm system getting itself together coming out of the Gulf that's going to bring some snow possibly to the Northeast, staying active out West, and snow all the way up into the Plains. And that is your latest weather, Mr. Melvin. Mr. Roker, 41 years. Congratulations. What was the, jo what was the job? Lawyer. All right. Wow. There you go. All right. I didn't think lawyers ever retired. I thought she just worked forever. No? 
All right. Uh, coming up next, we're going to launch our new Day in the Life series by shadowing an inspiring and hardworking middle school teacher whose day begins long before that opening bell. But first, this is today on NBC. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Thirty-six with a new series to begin the new year, A Day in the Life. Yeah, it's all about celebrating the lives of ordinary people who, in their own ways, are quite extraordinary. We're going to start off with someone who plays a very pivotal role, and we're talking about, Craig, a public school teacher. Oh, yeah. So this one was close to home for me because I'm, I'm the son of a school teacher. My mother-in-law was a school teacher. So when we decided to shadow an individual for a day, it seemed like a natural fit. Ryan Hardesty teaches outside Pittsburgh, and we found his average day to be anything but. We also found it to be emblematic of millions of educators all across this country. Every day across America, they rise before many of us. 6.15 in the morning here in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. We're about to knock on the door and tag along with the teacher for the day. Hey, good morning. What's up, Ryan? Craig Melvin. Nice to meet you. Ryan Hardesty and his wife, Melissa, have two sons, Ben and Grayson, still sleeping. Oh, hi, Melissa. It's your neighbor, Craig. (laughs) This reminds me when I was a kid. My mom was a teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was was up at O'Dark 32. So as soon as you get in, it's ground running. Yeah, usually. um, By the time I drop my son off to get at the babysitter to catch the bus and then... uh, kind of running the door, and usually the kids are there within five or ten minutes. Soon, we're on our way. What's this area like? Really close-knit community, supportive of the kids, supportive of the school. Hardesty drops his seven-year-old son, Ben, off, and we reach Highland Middle School by 743. This is the office, huh? This is it. Us and, what, 800 of our closest friends. Teaching here was his first job out of college. He's been here 15 years and goes to great lengths to keep his kids engaged in the social studies lessons he teaches. For his work, he was selected by the Pennsylvania Department of Education as the state's Teacher of the Year in 2023. This is very quiet. It's like yeah. Calm Coffee before the storm. Just say that. The storm starts at 8:30 with the first class of seventh graders. The dim lights are a sign of the times. Interactive whiteboards replacing the chalkboards of my day. Each student also has a tablet provided by the school. Right now, they're studying everyday life in ancient Egypt. 
Part one says you're going to create a narrative, a story. He hovers, advises, trying to get them to build on what they've learned. The second class starts with morning announcements and the Pledge of Allegiance. With liberty and justice for all. Hardesty stays put in room 203 while students move in and out. After two classes of the Pharaohs, he moves on to Lewis and Clark for a class of eighth graders at 10 a.m. There's a lot of participation in Mr. Hardesty's class, moving desks, forming teams to work on projects together. 1045 is study hall. Some students passing the time with cards invite me to play war. I haven't won a hand yet. At 1215, Hardesty gets a half hour for lunch. He spends it in the teacher's room. He may be the teacher of the year, but Hardesty insists many of his colleagues are more deserving of the award. Next, prep period, when we find some time to talk. When did you realize that you, you actually wanted to teach? I think in high school, uh, you, know, you look at good social studies teachers that you had and you think, I think I'd really like to do that. To be a teacher, it's a little bit about liking the subject that you want to teach, but it's a lot more about wanting to work with kids. How has it changed in, in the 15 years you, you've been teaching? In the years immediately after COVID, I think you were seeing students just struggle to be in a space with other people and be surrounded by other people all day and be in a chair and a desk and listen to instruction all day. Classes resume at 125 and finish with dismissal at 245. The fleet of yellow buses rumble off in formation. Hardesty picks up his son at his school. Oh, oh, hi, Ben. At 415, Hardesty helps Ben with his homework, followed by playtime in the backyard. After, we sit down with Ryan and Melissa. She's an educator too, a speech pathologist. You both spend all day working with children that aren't your own, and then you come home and you have two small boys. <laughs> You're surrounded by children every day, all day. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we really enjoy it. It's definitely hard. Yeah, you know, the mental load, it can be a lot. But it's also really rewarding to get to watch kids grow. One day, if if one of the boys comes to you and they say, you know what? I want to go into education. I want to be a teacher. What would you say? Be honest. I think I'd say go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a great profession. I think it's a great opportunity to make a difference. The day winds down with family dinner at 628, followed by a bedtime story. A final lesson before the day is done. I so enjoy the, the oh, hardest. Cool. By the way, what's really cool, hmm. they teach in, in the town where they grew up. Oh, my oh, God. That's, that's their hometown? Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, by yeah, the way, they, I love how he dresses up in all those uh, outfits. Oh, yeah, to, yeah. I, you get why he's teacher of the year, too. Yeah. Yeah. Really it's still just mind-boggling. Yeah. Teachers don't make the same yeah. as doctors. It's crazy. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. They're, it is they're responsible for it's our greatest yes. resource. Yeah. The greatest yeah. assets we have are yeah. young people, and they're there in the thick yeah. of it. Spending exactly. their own money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. by the way, most teachers, and you know, we have a lot of folks on the couch, we've got connections to public education. You know this to be true. It doesn't end when the school day's over. No. You're grading oh paper. Yeah. You've got the parent-teacher yeah, conferences. Yeah. It's just... Oh, and by the way, you have your own two kids. Yeah. Right. Right. On the right. side. That was great. Yes. Kudos to All right, cool. Yeah, what do you, Craig? All right, coming up next, the doctor is in with the top wellness trends to have on your radar in 2024. But first, this is Today on NBC.
Welcome back, 844, with your health and with a lot of us committed to living healthier lifestyles in 2024. We're looking at wellness trends to track. That's where Dr. Taz Bhatia is coming in. She's an integrative medicine physician, best-selling author of the book, The Hormone Shift. Dr. Taz, good morning. Good to see you. Good morning. I love talking about other ways to promote wellness. And one of them you say is holistic, which is kind of body, mind, spirit, that way to wellness. But how do you get on that path if that's something that you'd like to try? I love the fact that people are really understanding how so many different things play into health and wellness. Mm-hmm. It's not just a lab number. It's not just a test. Medicine. But yeah. really, it's how you live, the type of job you have, the community, the relationships, all of it, your mind, body, spirit together. And I think one of the things that we really want to do is make sure everybody has awareness that all of this plays into their health. It plays into those lab numbers. So if you have a job that you can't change in a location where you live that you can't cannot change, what can you do to improve your holistic health? So you work on the other aspects of your health. You work on your mindset. You work on your relationships. You work on building community. You work on food and movement and stress management and all these other pieces until you're able to really have the energy to make those other changes. Let's talk about something I see a lot of people wearing. Those are those blood sugar tracking devices. A lot of people are wearing those. Some of them are Dexcom. Some of them are others. Why is that important? Blood sugar really is the root of so many diseases today, inflammation, brain fog, how we feel, our energy, belly fat, weight, all these things that people are talking about in the new year. By tracking your blood sugar, you can connect it to activities in your daily life, going back to that holistic thought, that might be impacting how high your blood sugar spikes, and then you can change them. So it's giving you real-time data in the moment to allow you to make changes in your life. I think sometimes we have no idea. We eat something, we feel terrible for hours later, you're cranky, but if you could put your finger on it, you'll know like that's that's my button. Definitely. A lot of people are on Ozempic and all those kinds of weight loss drugs. They're very, very popular. But if you want an alternative to those... What, what's available? You know, Ozempic has gained popularity because it really helps to lower blood sugar back to mm-hmm. why it's so important yeah. to track your blood sugar. But there's so many natural alternatives, everything from food and natural products. For example, berberine is an herb that's been around forever. Wait, what's it called? Berberine. Berberine? It's an herb. Yeah. And it actually helps to lower blood sugar. It works in a way very similar to something like an Ozempic or metformin. We also know- You get that at a store? You can you get, get that over the counter. Okay. You can order that. You know, there's um, some dosing and you always want to run everything by your provider. Mm -hmm. But probiotics are another one. Also helps to lower blood sugar and manage blood sugar. And NAC and acetylcysteine, a lot of words there, but that actually helps to lower blood sugar as well. So there's a lot out there in the holistic and natural world to help us achieve what Ozempic is doing in the pharmaceutical world. A lot of people feel crummy in their bodies because their hormones are all whacked out and they don't know how to get everything kind of back and check. This is really your lane. This is my lane. And we've been talking about this trend for a while. And we are seeing men, women, everyone really want to understand what's happening with their hormone health and connect the dots with what their hormones are doing and how they feel, Mm -hmm. how they think, what their weight's doing and so much more. So I think understanding your hormones, tracking your hormones, that is absolutely a 2024 wellness trend. Okay. Is there anything you can do specifically or just go to your doctor and track? Well, I mean, there's so much you can do. You should track them. You should know what your numbers for sure. But I think, again, getting in more healthy fats, prioritizing sleep and making sure you're getting in deep, consistent sleep. That makes a difference for hormones. And we can't beat this one to death, but stress management really impacts hormones dramatically is often a starting point. 
Let's talk about testing. A lot of people don't know what any of their numbers are to even know what they need to be working on, but it's important to know your data. You know, as I think people become more and more educated about their health and wellness, they want this holistic approach. They want to track blood sugar. They also want to know their numbers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're not able to do that in the exam room. So we're seeing this sort of rise in every type of at-home health testing that's available, whether it's hormones or your microbiome, checking your stool or looking at Mm -hmm. nutrients or so much more. And I do think it's a good thing. I think the more educated you can be about yourself, whether it's how you live or whether it's your numbers, I think the more powerful you are in taking ownership of your health overall. And lastly, just uh, the umbrella of longevity. I think a lot of people want to live long and live healthy. What's new in that realm? I think just, again, understanding how staying active, staying on an anti-inflammatory diet, building muscle really helps both muscle and bone health, and also building community. All of that is really the secret to longevity, not just living longer, but living in our most optimal, most powerful self. Sure. All right, Dr. Taz, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Speaking of trends in the new year, coming up next, we're going to check out the hottest food and drinks we'll be enjoying in 2024. But first, this is Today on NBC. We're back 851 with today's food and new year brings, hey, new trends when it comes to what we eat and what we drink. Yeah, let's talk about drinking now. We're, uh, for, <laughs> for example, the Aperol Spritz might have some competition oh. in the new year. Here with a look at what's going to be in your glass and on your plate. This year, Saturday to Anchor, of course, Joe Fryer is here. Joe? Yeah, I know you're all still stuck from the holiday and you're thinking, oh, good, let's talk about food again. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm here. So good morning. So 2023, we saw some things you might not have predicted, like butter boards and girl dinner, reinvented martinis and mocktails also grew in popularity. Well, this year, expect to see some surprising twists on old favorites. This story, like any good meal, begins with a drink. Most people have heard of the Aperol Spritz. What do you got here? Uh, For here, we have the Hugo Spritz. That's what's on the menu at more and more restaurants like Republic Latin Fusion in Brooklyn. Owner Christian Almonte says you just need three ingredients, elderflower liqueur, sparkling wine like Prosecco, and club soda. All right, Cheers. cheers. For me, it's a less bitter alternative to the Aperol Spritz. Oh, that's good. That's like super refreshing. Yelp says searches for the Hugo Spritz were up more than 1,100% last year, proof that elderflower is a huge trend. We like to call it the bartender's ketchup in our scene, because you put on a little bit of anything and it just goes perfect. Like, it it just works. You won't find any ketchup at New York's Nakamura, where ramen reigns. A far cry from the instant cups stockpiled in college dorm rooms. Chef Shigetashi Nakamura is known as one of Japan's ramen gods. Noodle is a game changer, I think. First, we sample a classic style, Torigara, with a thinner noodle that I tried to eat with chopsticks. All right, here we go. Nope. Okay. Yeah, let's try that again. So like this? Perfect. Perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect, like the ramen, which I'm told you are allowed to slurp. That's delicious. <laughs> These days, the chef says thicker noodles and thicker sauces are becoming more popular, with many craving cold ramen. So take some uh, like a noodle like this. Okay. And dip. Dip. Dip and eat. Yelp searches for cold ramen jumped 30% last year. So the sauce is sort of the star here, right? Yes. It's got a lot of the flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
More diners are also taking a dip into meat alternatives. Chef Guy Vaknin owns several plant-based New York restaurants, including a Nixie, which serves Mediterranean food. Most of our customers are not vegetarian or vegan for that matter. While beef and chicken alternatives are quite common, Vaknin's also focusing on plant-based seafood, a quickly evolving trend. Nice and delicate, uh, the way salmon or cured salmon should be. Um, it tastes like salmon, I would never know. Yeah. He recently added this salmon filet to the menu, revolutionary, he says. Because you can cook it, it flakes like a salmon, uh, it looks like a salmon, it tastes like a salmon. Um, that's a touch in what the future is going to bring to us. For our final course, let's head back to Brooklyn for an after-dinner drink, the Carajillo. Just two ingredients, a sweet Spanish liqueur and coffee, in this case espresso. Oh, that is good. It is, it's almost like a cup of coffee with cream in it, right? A new nightcap to start the year. All right, so it's a good nightcap, but also, hey, why not try it this morning? This is the Carajillo, which is made by our friends at Republic Latin Fusion. And it, it's just two ingredients. If you want to try it out, it's basically espresso or any sort of coffee you want to yeah. put in it. Mm. And then it's like a sweet Spanish liqueur. They use something called liqueur 43. Mm. What do you guys think? Ooh, this is it's refreshing. Really good. Oh my it's like gosh, iced that's, coffee. It's like a Bailey's. It's almost like a martini. All, yeah. Right, yeah. It, well, that's the thing. Like For people who maybe want an espresso martini at the end of the night, mm. this is an alternative. It also tastes like it has cream in it, which it is kind of right. crazy because it doesn't. Have any oh, cream yeah. in it. it is Dust simply two ingredients. You shake them together, mm. and yeah, it's like it'd be too yum. sweet if it wasn't for the espresso. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Great. So it kind it's of good. Well done, Joe. Good. So, Joe. Cheers. 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 Twenty twenty-four, everyone. All right, guys. Coming up on the fourth hour, new products to help <laughs> I mean, detox. A new resolution, not new products. <laughs> Dry January. Is it over? Yeah. Try February. <laughs> First, though, maybe it's moist. Hello, on the third hour. How to get those all-important steps in every day without having to even leave your house. That's coming up. We'll leave after this. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.